Welcome to another dastardly episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that is clear to pilot the next Mars rover mission. I am one of your hosts, Adam Slater, and with me, as always, is John. John, how you doing? I'm all right. I have a very funny story to start off our episode. Okay. I know. I know. Actually, I always do that. And then Felton's introduction gets pushed back. So let's go ahead and introduce Felton. No, no, I want us to get to the point where we are coming back from break and we're introducing Felton. That's where I want to get to. (laughs) What? (laughs) Thank you for this week's show. Uh, Please tune in. By the way, we have Felton. Do not give the guy who can change your voice in his his cutting form. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to piss him Don't give him any ammunition. Right. It doesn't matter when you introduce me, I can always cut and paste and put me at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) It could just be a show with just him. (laughs) How you doing, Felton? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. The weather's changing. I started, um, my front yard looked a mess uh, because, as you know, a tree fell on it um, uh, last year. And a truck, you know, turned all my grass into mud. And I actually replanted uh, grass seeds, and it actually grew. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm excited. I will not lie. The first two weeks, I was just looking out my window like, come on, grass. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it takes so long. Hurry up. <laughs> Be grass. Yeah, right? <laughs> Did you, So you, it was just seeds? You didn't do, like, the like the square? Sod. The, the sod, yeah. No, no, I didn't do the sod. I I have looked into the side. It was a little expensive. Um, and I, that's always on the back burner because my backyard, I definitely need to. That That is one of the options that I'm thinking about using side. But uh, I had a guy come up. He's like, no, you just throw grass seed up. And um, I haven't tried it yet in the backyard, but in the front yard, I tried it and it actually worked this time. So uh, I'm a little I'm encouraged. So. Sweet. Yeah, I, I do like the way sod looks um, like I've actually pulled over at a guy's house and like, hey, your grass looks amazing. <laughs> I got back in the car and I was like, OK, you're getting older now. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a hardcore dad move right there. Right. <laughs> like, did you what, know this? With you lately and making fun of dad moves. The other day you asked me how dad I got on a vacation or something like that. <laughs> There, no, it's it, it's not a it's not a pejorative. It's just that there there are definitely um there are definitely like a there's definitely like a band of like activities and attitudes that I associate with dadness. Um, dadness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start using it. Dadness. <laughs> I had um um I would go to uh. Um, as as longtime fans might know, I'm a big Disney fan, and and when in the before times when we could go to Disney, um, I would look for, and you can see them all around. There are these like um, uh, vacation dad kits, and they don't they don't like market them as this way, but you'll see like, hey, this is the the grumpy dwarf T-shirt. And then right below it is a pair of Mickey Mouse shorts. And then there's the Mickey Mouse um, Crocs. And then like and then at the top and then on the top shelf, it's, you know, you've got the Mickey Mouse um, straw, uh, big straw hat, which I have one of. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I love finding those in the gift shop 
because it's just I don't know why I spent one year. I just like every gift shop I went into, I wouldn't leave until I found that kit. And it's there. There's an emergency dad kit in every single Disney park store. I, I promise you. Is the fanny pack like an accessory? Is it like right next to it? Like and you can usually. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. There's very there's varying levels of the depth of the kit. But, yeah, there's usually um, uh, like a fanny pack or like a like a lanyard or something like that to put your keys on or something. So um, listen, um, listen, man, I just want to real quick question. Just totally random topic. You have an Apple Watch, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got one. If you look at your Apple Watch right now. How many calories have you burned today? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I don't have it on me. I'm charging it. Oh. Because you can keep up with the dad jokes all you want. I've I've worked out for 111 minutes today already. (laughs) And folks, we're at 9 o'clock in the morning. So I see where this is going. How many calories did you burn today? (laughs) So your dad jokes, like, yeah, maybe. But, you know, dads do other things, too. I know. You don't just load the car and tell the kids to quit kicking the seat. (laughs) I I, I hear a commercial in here right now. (laughs) (laughs) There should be. Cybersecurity dads do more (laughs) than you do all day. So this morning we're getting, you know, we're getting the kids out of school, you know, getting ready for school, you know, everything like that. And they're eating breakfast or whatever. And one of our kids desperately wants an app that we won't like allow. And she, mm-hmm. every day she makes like a new case for like why she should have this app. And we're like, yeah, and we're like, you know, that one got hacked yesterday. And I went through everything that it did. And then I whipped out a total dad move and I was like, but I'm the cyber warrior protecting me. <laughs> <in the best." laughs> Missed on hits. Yeah. And I said, so when you go to school today, tell everybody that your dad is a cyber warrior. (laughs) Everything slows down when you say cyber warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Camera pans like in the Matrix. Yeah, you got to look up 30 degrees. (laughs) So what was what's the story? What's your John? What's your that's the story? Oh, that was it. Okay, I didn't know yeah. there was something. Else. It just it also fed into the dad thing. So, yeah, I mean that was great. If I hadn't screwed it up by asking you if that was the story, I would have been perfect. Yeah, well, I don't have another story yet today. Okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. I could lie and make something up, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> so, so speaking tomorrow- of gadgets, before yeah. in the pre-show, we're talking about a gadget. That I had a lot of opinions on, but yeah, not so, a lot. Just one very strong opinion on, I think. So Felton sent me the yeah, Felton sent sent us this link a little while ago, and I think it's I think it's really interesting because um um trust me that I have a point here. Um, science fiction has uh, repeatedly through time um, invented things that haven't been invented yet. And this is another case of that. There's a, um, a, a book by uh, Arthur C. Clarke um, called The Light of Other Days. And basically it's this far future thing where um, media access and like the ability to see basically everything that's going on in the world at all times. Um, it's a future where that evolves. And at first it's awesome. And it becomes and then it becomes this total dystopian nightmare where uh, people are basically never not being watched. And then there's a group of people that invent a cloak 
that makes them invisible to technology. And that's what this thing is trying to be. This is called the me.ring. And it presumably using Bluetooth, connecting to your phone, your watch, and then these uh, beacons that are around in, in our environment for like, you know, that'll scan for facial recognition and stuff like that. When you flip a little switch on this ring, um, it will ostensibly, it is designed to basically turn that off. And who know, first off, who knows how well this thing even works? But but John, you were you were saying some things about it before we started recording. I, I want you to expand on that. Well, I just one of my I mean, these things are, are neat and everything like that. And and I was I was commenting that, um, you know, my watch has a feature to connect to my Peloton and it's a really cool feature. Yeah. And it's I'm, I'm batting about 90 percent on that working the first time since I got it to work. Yeah. And the day, you know, I'm on my bike, I'm clipped in, I'm trying to get my workout started and it wouldn't start on the thing. And I'm sitting on this bike. I got to reboot my watch and wait for the watch to come back up and mm-hmm. <laughs> restarted the workout. I couldn't get this thing to work. And finally, after the reboot, the thing comes up and works. So I'm like, okay, well, this is, you know, and I don't know how long an Apple watch takes to start. Right. And I mean, I don't know, a couple minutes though. Yeah. Um, cuts cutting into my workout time. And so my point was just that if they can't, if those two companies can't get it right, because those are both tech companies, you can say Peloton's a fitness company, but they're a tech company. Yeah, they're a tech company. Um, if they can't get that stuff to work seamlessly like that, I mean, they're not going to, um, you know, and I actually can't blame Peloton for that. Obviously, it was Apple's fault because the gym kit program didn't work. But um, the point being that if they, they're not, I can they're right. I don't think there's any gadget out there that's going to successfully work every single time, and that's not right. a compliment to Apple. Or it's not a it's not a slight to Apple, and it's definitely not a slight to these companies. It's just the technology fails. You know, I, I mean, how many times have you been on a flight or tried to connect to Wi-Fi and your computer just spins for whatever reason? It can't make that connection. I was on an yeah. American Airlines flight the other day, and it just the Wi-Fi just didn't work. I it was broadcasting, but it wasn't accepting clients for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and yes, I was above 10,000 feet. I don't want to. <laughs> but um, and, and any gadget that's designed to then connect to a device to help you unlock computers and passwords, I'm very skeptical of it working because if that right. fails, you're just stuck. I don't think that right. you can gadget your way to security. I just don't think that you can device your way to security. Well, and it's it's. Yeah, no, 100, 100%. I, I'm actually reminded of, um, there's a stand-up comedian that was telling a bit about how um, he was on a he was on a plane. Well, no, 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 the bit was that, yeah, he was on a plane and um, the flight attendant um, or the pilot came on or something and said, hey, Wi-Fi is not working on this flight. We apologize for any inconvenience. And then someone on the plane said, Someone near him said, well, this is BS, you know, um, he, but he didn't say BS, if you know what I mean. Um, and and the comedian was saying, like, yeah, but dude, you're flying on a plane through the sky, like in a way that we were never meant to do. You have a you have a, um, a, a computer sitting in your lap that's more powerful than anything we could have imagined 10 years ago. Why are you even complaining about this? And then the second joke was that. Actually, it was him that said that this was BS, right? Um, 
that you know we 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 do we we focus on um like we've we we want we keep wanting this device this device gadget connected future and to me it feels like in a lot of areas not just in cybersecurity but in general we're reaching for something that we can't get yet or at least not regularly like you were saying john with the 90 percent thing like i i'm i'm about there with um apple pay too and there's like almost nothing oh, more yes apple pay that's another rant there's 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 honestly nothing more embarrassing than pulling out your phone pulling up apple pay to pay for something and it doesn't work and you just look you look like such a doofus because you're just slapping your phone against the credit card reader can i can i tell you my latest apple pay story yeah please oh my god so i'm at a store it doesn't matter which one ah you know what i'll go ahead full transparency well, I, was at the, I was at the abc store picking up picking up some captain morgan so i was at the abc store and yeah I'm trying to pay with Apple Pay, and then it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then the computer gets stuck in some kind of loop. So she's like, yeah, well, just pay, you know, just use a, just use your card. And I'm like, okay, but it doesn't say insert the card. She's like, no, it's fine. Let's go ahead and insert the card. And I said, insert my card. And then, and then she's like, well, your card's declined. <laughs> okay, here I am. I'm at the ABC store. And now the computer's confused. And she's trying to tell me my card has declined for the 17 bucks or whatever it was for the Captain Morgan, right? Right. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, not, was it the Apple, Apple card or just your regular bank card? Well, I started off with the Apple Pay. And then it, it didn't work, but threw the computer into a loop. Like, mm. it wasn't then allowing it to, like, it wouldn't actually decline it. I knew what was happening. It was, like stuck in some kind of like weird state waiting for a timeout anyway then she eventually has to move me to another cash register right and then of course i used the card that she said was declined and it went through just fine but it was a very like frustrating experience like oh my god if i would have just inserted this card and at the end of the day i'm not responsible if my card number is stolen right right so the apple pays to their benefit right really yeah. Right, because it uses tokens. Mm -hmm. But that thing doesn't work. I I don't even know what my batting average is with Apple Pay. Personally, it's got to be sixty percent. Yeah, I I I have not, and I and I keep hearing like in like tech circles like, oh yeah, I mean eventually we're gonna get to the point where, you know, because then you can use the the Apple the the same. Uh, NFC technology could be used as like a door lock and and then you know like Tesla's you don't need your key if your phone's connected to the car and it's like and then we'll only have to take our phones with us and I'm just like that sounds like an absolute nightmare with how how frequently this stuff just totally doesn't work for me yeah, yeah I'm the reverse when it comes to um Apple Pay and um like I it's it's helpful if I forget my wallet um, that you can use Apple Pay. You'd be like, okay, well, I'm already out. I've got my wallet. I can use Apple Pay. But I would never intentionally leave my wallet at home or leave my cards at home and just rely on my phone to pay for stuff. Um, yeah. Just for the simple reason that, that you said that it, it's just not 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm batting like 50% with it. So I don't know if it's me or it's the the actual machine or, or, you know, a little bit of both. But yeah, I, I think 
it's a matter of convenience uh, when it comes to these gadgets. And it's all well and good, but I, it still comes down to the user. Uh, no matter how many gadgets you have, you are the best gadget, I guess you could say, as far as when it comes to cybersecurity. Um, exactly. It's an excellent point, Felton. I mean, like, these yeah. things all have the best of intent, right? Absolutely. Well, Apple, Apple's may be a little bit of getting a percentage of every transaction, but uh, in general, there's, <laughs> there's the best of intent to make us more secure. And this ring has that intent. And I do applaud the ingenuity of it. And I don't want to sound like a negative person on the topic, but I'm just going to say that at the end of the day, you have to practice being secure. It has yeah. to be a lifestyle. Like if you, it has to just be something, not necessarily your whole life. I'm not saying that that should be all you are. You walk around paranoid all the time with RFID wallets and stuff. But I'm saying that, by the way, do the RFID wallets, are they still needed in the in the world of social distancing or have those gone away? Anyway. <laughs> um, you have to practice security. You have to just yeah. think about, oh, yeah, that's not a really good idea that I click on there. That's not a good idea that I do that. And yeah, I should use a password manager. And no, I probably shouldn't give my credit card to that weird website that said I had a certificate error when I got to it, but I said proceed anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to put my wife on blast, but I will. Um, oh, <laughs> it was like three days ago and she was like, is this legit or not? And it was like, congratulations, you won a $20 gift card. I was like, man, I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not legit. It's like, I didn't think so. I was like, got to do better. Okay, we have to have more training. Because I got to be class. Yeah. It's, it's because at that moment, I don't know what time of day it was, but at that moment, she was tired and your brain if you ever noticed like you can die it all day but then at night you really have trouble keeping it together and it's because once you make decision after decision after decision during the day your judgment starts to wear down right when yeah. you're tired you make bad decisions why do you think a lot of those products are advertised in at night and you know early in the morning yeah you know your decision making power just isn't as good as it is at nine o'clock in the morning yeah, no one. Yeah, because no one would buy the the grip and flick flip egg flipper at you know 10 a.m. You gotta wait I, until they're gr groggy. I think we need to hire a, a, just a group of college students to do research for this podcast. Felton, you should take this on as a task, and 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 they need to research how many different products have been invented to cook eggs. <laughs> In various forms, poached, yeah. not poached, hard-boiled, single, egg McMuffin style, whatever. Just all the products. <laughs> I never knew it was so hard to cook eggs. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. So, hey, we eat small in this house, so we just need to cook one egg at a time. We'll put one <laughs> egg in like... Yeah. I, it, it amazes me that the, the amount of those products for, like, problems that we've already solved – like we've been we've been flipping eggs for a while now, y'all. Like we've 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 got this on lock. We don't we don't need your help. We're done. We appreciate the enthusiasm, but we're good. 
I mean, how many people right now, as we record this in the morning, in the United States alone, how many people legit do you think are cooking eggs right now just in a regular pan? Like it's millions, right? 10 million people yeah. right now as we speak are cooking eggs. Probably, yeah. Whether here or eating them in a restaurant, eggs are being cooked all over this country. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, this, 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 we, we still need another way to cook those bad boys. And the worst part is we're not coming up with new methods. It's still like over easy, poached, hard boiled, you know, scrambled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll be right back in the egg podcast. Yeah. <laughs> egg, egg views radio. But uh, no, no, just yeah. In general, um, to sort of bring us back around on this, um, Felton, you said it. You know, you, you and John really said it perfectly. That you know, it's got to be something you practice. You know, and and yeah, you know, this me dot ring thing. If it if it ever even materializes, um, uh, you know, cool. But just in general, like you probably shouldn't be. I don't want to be at a point in my life where I need to flip a switch to turn off the tracking. Like, I just don't want to be tracked. <laughs> like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. Well, you will be tracked. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think it's, it's a great idea, but the problem is um, with anything else, trying to make something easier will make you more lax when it comes to, you know, practicing cybersecurity yourself you'll think oh i just you know turn the ring on so i don't have to do as much right. to protect myself and and you're uh and, and you kind of relax and that's when something can happen um you know you think i don't have to put in a complex password i just flip the switch I'm like no right. you, you still have to you know put in a complex uh password and, and I, I think that's what happens with some of these gadgets where you think you can there's, there's a shortcut you know to to protecting yourself um, from cyber criminals, and and that's just not the way this this works. Yeah, and and you know the the other thing here is that you know it's saying uh, this this particular article that you sent me other low power wireless protocols that could communicate not just with your phone but with beacons in your environment such as smart turnstiles, sidewalks, cameras, and digital signs. There's no like. There's no way to know that the people on the other side of what I mean by that is that the 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 people that are working on these other cameras, digital signs, all this other kind of stuff, there's no way that you can know whether or not they're going to agree to that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's sort of like we like well, we were I think it puts out a small signal that blocks it, I think. I, yeah, and, and and maybe it'll work, but I mean, like like we were talking about last week with these apps, that like it's not in their best interest to let you block them. They don't want you to be able to do that because they want to collect your data because that's what helps them sell sell you more stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, they could just find a way around it. I guess is what I'm what I'm saying here, but. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting, but yeah, I I don't think it's a, you know, cybersecurity is not a, a hey look it's not a switch you can just flip guys. So, yeah. are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, 
<laughs> you used to be able to not just flip a switch and be protected, but now with this ring, yeah. <laughs> like I, I can just see the commercial with the guy walking with a bubble, a sphere around him when when he yes. turns the jar. It's just you just see just all these uh, cybersecurity criminals just bouncing off of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great commercial. I would love to see that commercial. It would be good for like LifeLock or something to also right. give you a, take a walk around. It's awesome. Yeah. Bouncing off in slow motion. Uh, TM, 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 TM. We're registering that idea. So just. <laughs> you guys can't take it. I'm like, you know what? No, that's going to be our commercial. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they call it the ring now. They should have called it like the you know Jedi dot me or something like that. It creates a force field around you, right? Mm. Or, a lot of times when I Google, I just the you know the actual ring um, comes up uh, for your home, the the doorbell. Oh so you, yeah. You may have to um, yeah work on that a little bit because uh, right now ring pretty much has that. Um, unlock when it comes to google searches mm-hmm. do you guys you guys use your ring doorbells i don't have one no i don't i don't, I don't either i've looked into it um and then I, I i one of my concerns is yeah who do i get to keep all the video or you know is that going to a third party um who i heard one of the problems People are just stealing them off your house, which is weird. I don't know if that's still happening, um, but I heard that was an issue for a while. Was people were people were just coming up and stealing your ring uh, from off the front of your, you know, the front of your house, your entrance. I guess because they could, you know, find a way to break it and resell it or something. So, do you think there's like a um, a market? See, I had an idea for it's not. It, it's basically a, a doorbell that just looks like a camera. It sells for like $9.99. You sell it at the Target checkout aisle. And you just install it over top of your existing doorbell, but it looks like a ring camera. You don't have to pay the monthly service or anything. Mm. The last um, the last uh, house that I rented, um, when, the, when the, the, the landlord was showing us the property, um, he said, yeah, so I've got this ADT sign in the front yard. It's not actually protected by ADT. I just put the sign there. As like, <laughs> okay, um, I, that's that's basically what you're talking about. Just like on, on a, except on a, on a on a doorbell basis, like just have this like shell that doesn't actually do anything that sits there. It's genius. I I, I had a friend. Someone broke into his house, and I was like, you should probably think about getting a security uh, system. And he was like, I can't afford a security system right now. And I was like, well, just get the sign. Yeah. And he cracked up. But I was like, seriously, if I saw the sign and I was a criminal, I'd be like, I'm not going to take my chances on if this is real or not. So, uh, yeah, I have a sign out in front of my house and uh, I do have a security system. Um, that's that's the end. I'll say it. I, I'm not going to tell it myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so don't try me. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's if I saw a sign that said, you know, protected by ADT. I'm not gonna say, Psh, nah, they're, they're faking. Let's go and crack this house open. So yeah, if I, I don't know that those companies take like alarms very seriously. I just, I just don't. 
I don't I mean, know that the, when it goes off, how quickly they're reacting. You know, they want you to believe that there are people are jumping out of the closets with ninja tools and stuff like that to stop the criminal. Um, I don't believe that that they respond very quickly. No, I mean, so they don't. Um, you know, like you're. Um, I worked at a, there was a retail location that I worked at once and, uh, we were robbed. And, um, so the owner started looking into, uh, getting a security system. And, and as we were talking, um, to this, to this woman, it became very clear that, um, there was no way that the cops were going to be able to get there fast enough to make a difference. It's like, no, this is, you know, it's five to 10 minutes at best for them to, sh- to, to respond to a call like this. And that's, you know, if there just happens to be a, um, uh, uh, an officer nearby and it was just a small retail location. So five minutes, they're getting everything that they want out of that. They know, you know, go to the register, grab the computers, smash a bunch of stuff if they want and, you know, leisurely walk out of that place. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think that they can act as a deterrent. I don't think that they actually work as a, uh, you know, catching the bad guys kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Funny story. I, when I first bought this house, there was a, you know, the security system was in place and they were like, do you want to take over the contract? And I was like, sure. Um, and then I called the company up like, okay, so how much, you, you know, how much is it a month? And it was like 80 bucks. And I was like, that's way too much. I was like, well, how long is the contract for? They were like five years. It's like, hold, wait, what? I was like, you want me to pay $80 a month for five years? I was like, now you guys are robbing me. <laughs> I was like, you guys are the bad guy. Yeah. So I, I did not take on that contract. I was like, that's 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 insane. Um, especially for our house this side. I'm, like, I'm not spending that much money to p- protect this house. Um, nah. Yeah, we have enough locks. We'll, we'll right. um, but I have the sign. <laughs> I, I, I do think though that dogs are the best security <laughs> why are we talking about home security anyway i don't know i don't where, how did we get here all right we're gonna we're gonna take a break we're gonna get our head centered and we're gonna come back in a few minutes so we'll be right back y'all workforces are more spread out than ever before and hackers are using this to their advantage social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches the only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for continuing to join us in the second half of our program. Uh, really appreciate you guys hanging out with us, um, as always. So, um, yeah, I, I, I was wondering if, because we, we really had a lot to say about sort of apps and programs communicating uh, and having like communication channels last week. And I, I was just curious if you guys had any further 
thoughts on that. I, I know it was, it was a really good conversation. We covered a lot of ground, but uh, topics like that, usually for me at least, um, I usually have other thoughts um, after we finish recording. I was just wondering if you guys had anything. Well, what were some of yours? You brought it up. You start. Sure. I mean, so I was I was thinking about specifically the the the, the comment that we were talking about with um, uh, the idea that certain apps could just use uh, like emojis or like preset uh, lines of dialogue and 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 I think that's a really great idea um, for 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 plenty of games but there's some st- there's some stuff where it just doesn't work what was that it's <laughs> not computer it's just something about voiceover I don't know I, I if I only had that ring device it wouldn't have <laughs> So do we want to leave that in? Yeah, you should leave that in. I mean, it was, all right. I, I hit some of the functions, one function key. All right, all right. We'll keep that in. Uh, <laughs> no, so, how I did it. So, uh, but no, then I was I was thinking about, because um, I've, I've played a little bit of Among Us, not a, not a ton of it, and I realized that, like, for that game specifically, the pre-generated dialogue just doesn't work like part of part of the experience of that game is the conversation like part of the way that that like for that game to function the way that it does and to be as fun as it is actually communicating is the only way that it works i guess is what i'm yes, saying yes but then there's i get that but then there's always the guy who's like listen i only want to play with 16 year old girls oh no absolutely absolutely no 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 like yeah that guy's that guy's a creepo don't That's don't misunderstand me. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I was getting at is that, like, even that is, and and like this me dot ring thing, there's no magic bullet for all of this stuff, right? Like, at, at that point, it's just like, okay, well, you know, you you can't you can't play this one. Sorry, you know what Isn't I mean. Part of the problem, there's always a reason why this stuff has to exist. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's horrible that pedophiles are on here wanting to play with 16-year-old girls. That guy's a creep, to steal your word. And it's like, right, but yet we want to continue it. And that's what I find so maddening about the whole thing. Like, um, it's like there's always a reason why, even though there's all these negatives. I mean, do you think the positives outweigh the negatives in in these situations? Uh, Financially, yes. No, I'm saying for us as people, as individuals, as parents, Felton, do, do the negatives outweigh the positives? And I would say 100% yes. No, I definitely agree. I, I was speaking, yeah, from the from the actual um, app. or Yeah, from an app perspective, they need it in there. They want, they want you to be addicted. They don't care that these people, you know, are on, are on their platform. I don't care what they say because they're not doing anything about it. Right. What what you can report them and they can get kicked off. It's going to show back up with the new a new one. You have nice guy three thirty two this week and next week it's nice guy three thirty seven. Right. Right. Yeah. The I mean just in 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 general I think that there isn't enough in place to stop online harassment of any variety. There's just there's just there's not enough uh, structure in place for that. 
um, you know, not just not just on the like definitely on 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 some of these games and apps and stuff like that. There's definitely, but I mean, just in general, um, you know, and, and I and I think that was always like a um, sort of slightly larger in scope, but um, I just I remember, you know, uh, late 2000s and seeing all these like conversations pop up and like news stories and people, you know, people acting genuinely surprised that there were like um, that like cyberbullying existed, like genuinely surprised that kids would do that. And it's like, well, of, of course they are. What are you talking about? Like you you gave, you know, you're you're giving, uh, you know, developing young people um, a platform where they can just easily organize and swarm individuals like of course cyberbullying like what do you what do you how are how are how is this how is this a surprise why is this the thing that you're like what i can't believe it um yeah it, yeah with something like that it, it's i mean usually it's what between whatever the school hours are that's when the bullying occurs you know in between classes or at lunchtime you know when when groups of kids get together and now you open it up to 24 7 um yeah yeah, why stop at just school or, you know, why stop at just, you know, at certain times when kids congregate, let's make it, you know, 24-hour access and it's always up. So even when you go to sleep, someone can post something and it'll always be there. Yeah, so, you know, nope. you used to have these, these things in school that, like, taught us how to live our life. Like, you had your core stuff, right? Uh, but then you always had these classes that kind of taught you about what was next. And I don't know that these things exist. Like I, I look at the schools and I'm always like, well, that's cool. You taught them math and, and, and reading and all this kind of stuff. Where's the practical application of it? Where is the um, don't bounce the check class? And where is the don't oh, go yeah. into debt class? And uh, how to borrow money responsibly and not get taken at a 20% interest rate because you're 20 years old and you think you need that car. The XLT model, not the E model. And like, where is where are these things that are investing in? And where's the class that they have to sit through for a semester, or multiple times a year? That's like, this is hey hey, this is what you're doing out there. Mm-hmm. This is right. what, I mean, they preach about it in the occasional. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to blank on what you call the things where they get all the kids together in a room and a principal says, "Calm down, everybody." What is that? Uh, assembly. Assembly, thank you. Yeah. They may preach about an occasional assembly, but where's the daily, daily thing with labs that demonstrate what you can do? Where's the app that exists that can, kids can play with to show you what the back end looks like with the recordings of everything? Like get them to actually deeply understand what's taking place. Because I always hear this this comment like, yeah, it's so terrible. While Johnny over there is sitting there on that app, you know, sexting. Not even mm-hmm. through the text messages. And, and the parents, and this is my, my point last year, you're sitting there looking at, you're looking at the one thing. Well, I watch all of his text messages. Well, Johnny knows that. And Johnny found another channel mm-hmm. because he was never taught what the risk of him doing that is. It just right. feels like as, as businesses today, too, to turn us back into business, too, for a second, like there's so many avenues coming at you. Like you've got your you protecting your customers and you're trying to keep them happy. And you've got the sales and marketing side of the business. But then you've got the data protection side of the business. You have it's a lot more to try to keep going and maintain. Right. My my wife got a call yesterday and she was invited to come in and fix a very, very damaged business like um, embezzlement and not 
paying payroll tax and income tax for five years. Like it's a it's a mess. And um and so she's looking at this situation like you know okay well if I were to take this on, um, you know, is there even like uh an um. Uh, is there even an appetite to fix this? Like, are the, if I do all this work, is it going to be continued or is this just going to be, will this get me current and then the same bad practices are going to continue, right? Like, are we going to truly fix this and move this business forward? Or are we just saying, let's just get, just get me out of the hole? Like, I just want to know what the story is before I take on this project. Right. I'm not going to put in all this work and fix this just for you to have the same bad practices and be out of business in, you know, another year. So. Right. Yeah. What's the what's the underlying core issue? Right. And so if we're going to do if we're going to like teach kids, we need to have more than just a one off fix. OK, stop this. Now they slowly slip back in these bad behaviors. Like I never thought I would say this, but um it makes me say, well, no, maybe you kids should use Facebook and Instagram. Like, <laughs> I think that that somehow is the better of the two evils. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's a service. Maybe because I think that they have pretty good vetting of some of this stuff. And maybe that's a service they could offer these companies where they're saying, like, okay, you need chat in Among Us. We'll give you our chat engine. And and although we're going to record everything that they're going to say in our database, we'll also give you the controls to detect the, the creeps and kick them out. All right. We can give you those mm -hmm. algorithms if you serve. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if there is a – I don't know if there is a – uh, people, you know, it's it's always the it's always a, a give and pull, right? It's a push and pull, right? Um, you know, you and and I think I think with kids specifically, especially once they reach a certain age, you know, you tell them, all right, like like you were saying, John, like yeah, Facebook and Instagram, you can use that. Well, then they're not going to want to do that because that's the one that you told them they they should use, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I mean, I, and I don't, I, I am empathetic, and I, I like I said, I like the, 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 this. I'm empathetic to the kids wanting to play these games, and I understand what it's like when your friends are playing a game and you want to be a part of it. And I understand that there's enjoyment to it, mm -hmm. and I hate that I sound this way sometimes. But at the end of the day, I'm like, but playing with strangers is inherently dangerous. You wouldn't let your ten year old hang out with strangers at a park but at least then you can see what's happening you don't know what they're doing on these things and they're growing up at a faster rate and this isn't a parenting podcast but it is a sort of like this is the next generation of people that are going to work in businesses and do they have the aptitude and the ability to sit there and say hey this isn't smart and bring those skills into business or is it just going to continue to get worse and then have a larger problem that a company like ours has to deal with. You know, I um, I saw an article um, a couple of years ago uh, because you were John, you were you mentioned where the class is about. Uh, this is what made me think of it. Where the class is about um, looking for the right deal and how to you know properly you know manage your budget and things like that. And they used you know we all know they used to have these classes like home ec was a real thing. And by the time I was growing up and going through school, it just it wasn't there anymore. And I read this article about how um, 
you know, standard clickbaity article of uh, millennials are taking, uh, quote, adulting classes where they were learning how to properly balance their checking account and, you know, what to look for on credit cards with interest and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, of course, the article is because we live in the time that we live in, um, was just dunk, dunking on, you know, the the generation of millennials because, ah, how stupid are they? And it was an opinion piece article. And then at the end of it, there was a comment that I saw that I really appreciated that said, well, you're actually looking at this completely wrong, is that um, because what you actually have is a group of people who are going out of their way to learn the things that the previous generation failed to teach them, which I thought was, you know, maybe a little hyperbolic. Um, but the the fact of the matter is, is that we 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 have removed those kinds of that kind of practical education, I think, from the education system. Um, you know, for for my generation, it was it was stuff like home ec, like we didn't learn any of that stuff. Um, and now we're the education system is kind of failing again to address the 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 deep ramifications of our increasingly connected society and yeah we're not teaching our kids how to protect themselves online they absolutely need to start teaching that in a formal setting you know what i like that needs to start happening uh but we're just again again we're not a parenting podcast but you know we're failing on that front so i think we do look at trends in our business though and we're saying okay is this getting easier or harder is this getting better or worse in terms of that risk companies are facing and when there's an increased amount of acceptance of posting and and publishing and sharing online and making connections and putting apps on phones mm -hmm. that those those things slowly start to switch cheese to control company companies put in place yeah. And I, we start to say, now we have an increased amount of risk. I mean, it's definitely multi fronts, multiple fronts that you have to look at. You have to look at the, the, the actual physical networking secure controls that are in place and the tools sure. and the firewall, secure Wi-Fi, proper encryption on the Wi-Fi, authentication policies, MFA. You can look at all those things. But the other side that we're dealing with, and it's one of the sides that we're dealing with more than anything and at an increasing pace is the psychological side of things. People falling for phishing tests, clicking on something that installs ransomware. These user practices are what we're increasingly dealing with already. And when I look at the, the 10, 14, 16 year olds of the world today and I say, okay, what are their practices? It's, it's way worse. It's way worse. Yeah. Like there's going to be a wave of issues that come when they start hitting the workforce. And I don't mean the fast food workforce. I mean the actual production workforce. Yeah. It's going to be way worse. Yeah. I, How no, many I, I people agree. today carry two cell phones? How many people today carry a personal cell phone and a business cell phone? And the answer is pretty small. Most people carry one cell phone. Mm -hmm. And the point is that on that cell phone is, is it's a gray area between what's business and personal. Contacts are mixed in. Mm -hmm. so, you know, you have a new contact to your phone for a sales contact, but it falls into your iCloud account or your Google account, but you didn't put in your company account and then you leave and now that company's data is over here and it's a mess. And yeah. it is a data management nightmare. And all the best controls in the world 
and don't do anything for you if you have people on the other side who are just actively working against it. I mean, we've seen it here where you have all these controls and you preach and you say things and you preach and you, and you talk and you try to educate and you're saying these things, saying these things. Then you find an employee who sent a customer database to a personal email address. Right. It's like you, you, you were trained on this. You mm-hmm. were told on this. And you still did it. What was your what was the reason? Well, it was easier. The thing I wanted to do, I needed a tool on my personal laptop. But that you never requested the tool over here, or you still can't do that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> regardless of what yeah. the reason, regardless of what the reason was, you still shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So life has limits. Just just because you have something else over here, and then it can, the problem can get worse. They move this because they can't install stuff on their work laptops. They send us to the personal email address, and they get in their laptop, and they use illegal software to parse this database. And now we've just got data spread out. We're using illegal software for company production methods. Like it's just you've broken about every company rule in, place in right. like the last five minutes, and like. That stuff ends careers. It's like you broke the rules. We can't keep you on. Like you knew better. That was a stupid thing to do. But uh, in their head, they were just trying to produce an outcome. But it can't be an outcome at any cost. And back to the circle is back to it does start with how people are trained to react online. Mm -hmm. If we're. Looking at the next generation of accountants and lawyers and doctors and privacy experts and and IT professionals and cybersecurity professionals and teachers, we have to say, okay, it's almost like you need a test now. It's to say, okay, you know, pass this test if you want to even be considered for a job here, and some kind of privacy test and data handling test or right. something like that. They need some kind of metric for companies to try to vet this stuff out because it's their biggest risk. Mm-hmm. We do background checks, but I mean, it's because, you know, Jimmy robbed a gas station. There's no indication that he's going to be a bad employee. It means Jimmy made a bad decision 15 years ago, right? But right. if Betsy over here has a consistent practice of leaking information and saying, oh, I can't wait. I'm on my first project. Hashtag McDonald's corporate. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You got to have the practices in place to better protect that. And it has to come from the person. We have to look at the person and the person can't be reliant on a tool or a gadget, a thing that thinks are going to make them more secure. It's sort of like the company that just buys an insurance policy so they can do stupid things. Oh, yeah, we need an insurance policy. So we're going to continue to act like idiots over here. An insurance company is not going to insure that. Right. An insurance company is going to say, no, you can't. Like you've got to put in proper training here. You can't just open up a, a you know, a jump, a jump palace for kids that has, you know, nails sticking out of boards because you didn't have them finish the wall. Like right. You can't. No. <laughs> you've got to handle it correctly and you have to you have to handle data correctly inside of a business. But your biggest risk remains the insider threats. And that sounds like a dramatic term, but that's really what it is. It is the threats that come from inside employees. Yeah. I I, I think that the, the, the uh, training, I think, John, you and I specifically have a, 
and Felton too. Felton too uh, have a um, an interesting relationship with the internet because I think you and I were using the internet much earlier than uh, much earlier than most people um and being active on like i was active online fairly young but that active online when i was a kid is very very different than what it is now like i remember the first times that i got on the internet and it was just text do you know what do you know what i mean like i remember that and you know no pictures um and so in a way like i've like grown up at the re- relatively in the same at the same pace as the internet has matured so like and and, and i and I, from our conversations I, I i think you had a probably a pretty similar um uh pretty similar relationship with it um over the years that we've sort of both come out the other side of going well that was interesting the correct solution is to distance ourselves from it like and not entirely cut yourself off from it because you know we've seen the good and the bad and luckily when i was a kid the bad the long-term ramifications of what was bad when when i was younger are nowhere near what they are now right like just the fact that we use our real names online is such a like is still sometimes like really weird to me. Like I look at my LinkedIn profile and I'm like, why is my actual name there? Like that's so weird to me. Um, and yeah, like what's what's expected of you to behave online now is so much different than it used to be. And this is all a long way of me saying that because I've lived through all of it. I have a much better handle on how to how to act and what to share and who to talk to and you know and, and how I should use the internet in a professional environment and in a, and in a personal environment and that that is really difficult to distill down into a training course but we have to try right like you can't just you can't just throw your hands up at it. There's a billboard I, I, when you go into the airport. Um, in Charlotte, and it's in a billboard that says, you know, COVID-19 has affected us much deeper than we know. And so much of the talk is always around, you know, the, the case counts and the deaths. And, and, and while all that is tragic, I don't want to cover that. What I do want to say is that is a true statement about it is deeper because when this first started, I think we were all pretty good mentally. Like we might have been frustrated that we lost our gyms or our favorite bars or we couldn't go to an NBA game. Like all that is true. Yeah. But then we all like, OK, well, we've got this device now and this device can keep me connected to other people in the world. And I okay, OK, I'm pretty good and my life can stay kind of connected. But eventually addiction took over. And now what we're seeing is there's just an addiction saying, no, 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 this is my life. Mm-hmm. Like there's stories out there of like kids getting their devices taken away or time, screen time reduced as things start to open up and they're going through actual withdrawal. Yes. Yes. They developed symptoms that are very sim- similar to an addict. Like, yeah. it's it's tragic, and 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 so so many people out there though don't realize how deep that those things are. But our devices now have an even more deeper root in a lot of people's lives, and I think that this problem could only perpetuate 
further because we have told kids sit there for the for the past year and work on this computer and mm-hmm. this yeah. is this is how you are mm-hmm. yes. this is this is now your world yes screen time is up um ridiculous amounts um for, for kids and adults and yeah, yeah. it's it's and it's pretty much it's is this the new normal now you know I mean, there's a few good stories out there about people making sourdough bread and ba- becoming baking experts and constructing <laughs> a new doghouse. Yeah. Those are cool. The vast majority of people's last year has been a computer, a device, and mm-hmm. yeah, a series of apps. Yep. Unhealthy habits, unhealthy websites, mentally unhealthy. Your brain negative feeds negative, right? When you have already are in a negative mental state and you lo- go look for more negative, you drive that deeper. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 touched on this a little bit, uh, a lot of it. We did a basically a full episode on on um, on digital mental health and like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. This this the, the pandemic has definitely only made that worse. Um, I mean, I understand that we didn't really know and we don't really have a template for this and, and all these kind of things and, and, and best of intentions. I'm not taking away from any of that, but to ignore the real side effects that now exist is actually negligent. It's actually negligent for educators to pretend that this isn't the case. And maybe next year's we all need to have a flush year, right? In a workout, <laughs> after a really hard workout, your next day is really just an easy, light day with fast movements to flush out the, you know, all the acid that builds up. Maybe we just need a flush year of like a lot of mentally positive classes. Like everybody's required to take six uh, 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 six elective classes. We're going to back off that four English requirement for you. I don't know what the solution is. Right. <laughs> I'm not actually serious, but there needs to be a flush year to get us back. You can always get back. You can always break a habit. You can always break a negative cycle. And you can start to learn how to properly live on these devices again in a healthy way, very managed, healthy, clean way. Because yeah, I mean, it can go back to it being a really cool device full of information and entertainment options and all that. Like so many of the, the benefits of the Internet, we always focus on apps and websites and all this stuff in this conversation. But we, we don't talk about the real benefits and how you connect multiple locations together, how you can stream anything that you want on demand and all those things. Man, we have made such great strides in smart televisions and there's so much good in it. Um. But we can't ignore this giant elephant in a room. Which, by the way, elephants are my favorite animal. So, thanks. I mean, when your kid asks you what your favorite animal is, you better be ready and don't come up with dog, cat, bird. (laughs) You gotta have some. Really, a dog is your favorite animal. No, that's your favorite, like one that you know, but you'd really like to see this other animal. Um, if you, uh, I don't know if you've spent any time at Disney's Animal Kingdom. We'll wrap it back around to that. Um, they have a uh, an African elephant on one of their um, uh, on one of their quote unquote safaris. Um, I uh, I did not realize like like I read how big they are. Those things are huge, man. Like they are enormous. Like the first time I saw one of those in real life, I was I was absolutely floored i was floored with how big they are it's awesome 
And that's the size of the problem that exists in every household today. It's going to take a lot of active parenting and honestly, a lot of assistance from the school to flush out these these things. And we need to get back to educating kids so they can go into the workforce and be productive and healthy and great teammates who don't leak information. Like I'm not saying everybody who does it is intentional. That's not my point, but it, right. it happens. Just the same it happens. I mean, I, I am I am proof that a sabbatical works. Like, uh, you know, I talked about it on here that I was I took a social media sabbatical and I just didn't get on any of it for a month. And um, and I, did, I think I went a little bit longer uh, on on a lot of my on a lot of my platforms. And now, like, honest to God, I like them again. And not like in the way like like it, it's uh, it's fun again, like every you know, every other day when I open up Instagram, it's fun. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is a, you know, cool pictures that my I, I mentioned it before. My sister-in-law has gotten like really into like doing makeup stuff and like nails and, and stuff like that. And it's and she's like, it's really cool that I now have like there's this thing where I can check up on her progress because I, I don't get to see her all the time. Like it's it's ex- it, it's exciting again, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And because you had that flush. You had exactly. Exactly. I, I, I had a. a I brought myself back to zero and and now it's like, oh, okay. I remember why I fell in love with this stuff in the first place. And because I had that flush as well. And I might, I might do one again later if I feel like I lose that again. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I took that break, I appreciate it more and I'm not, it's not all, all day, every day for me anymore. It's, yeah, every couple of days I open it up and it's exciting and it's fresh. So I, yeah, I, 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 the further I've gotten away from my sabbatical, the more I recommend it to people. The more I'm just like, yeah, look, just every once in a while, just take a month off, just, you know, get out of there. So, you know, my selling point when I talk to people on this podcast is like, uh, you never know where the show is going to go. We honestly don't have agendas here. And we're honestly trying to keep this very conversational, just like a talk radio program would be, um, and um, learn and bounce ideas off of each other, share ideas, and hopefully give you guys some food to th- for thought and some things to think about. Uh, key to, to privacy and security, honestly, is psychological. It is in how you handle everything day to day. There's great tools and great controls out there, and and we know them inside and out, and there's some basics that you have to have in place. Uh, A lot of them are to protect us from ourselves. Um, Things like, you know, next-generation firewalls, UTM firewalls, app controls. These things are are only necessary to keep us protected from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end end of the day, it is very much psychological. Um, if we want to get you to click on an email message, it's pretty high odds that we can get you to click on an email message and disclose information. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're not, if you don't keep that stuff top of mind. So, well, um, I think that's going to do it for us today. Uh, gentlemen, um, uh, I am, I am getting my vaccine, my first vaccine shot today, this afternoon. So congratulations. So tomorrow I'll be all microchipped up. It's gonna be great. Are you um, getting the one or the two shot? I'm doing the two shot. Okay. Did you get a choice? 
Uh, I honestly just went like first available. I'm just uh, like I'm I'm just trying to to get it done. So I didn't know how they uh, how they rated that. Like, because uh, you always hear people something getting one, three, people two. Is it just whatever your provider is doing? I I guess so. My wife set it up. So. Oh, I was just yeah. curious. I I don't. I haven't scheduled mine, so I don't know how it works yet. Yeah. Um, I was trying to do it. Um, and I was just, I was not having any luck and then she was able to do it. So we're going down to the, uh, the big purple monster this afternoon and we're getting our shots. So, um, just call them up and I'm looking into it as well. Uh, I, I prefer to get to Johnson and Johnson cause it's just a one shot. Um, I find, find out any information yet as far as who provides that one specifically. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, I, I don't. I don't think we had a choice. I think it was just like, hey, do you want your vaccine? And we said yes. So, but thank you all for joining us again today. Um, we really appreciate you uh, listening to us. Um, we appreciate you, you know, choosing to subscribe and listen. We 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 love it. Uh, you can you can rate, you can comment, and you can subscribe if you want. Uh, I'm not a cop. I can't tell you what to do. Um, and if you want to email us, if you have questions, comments, or, or topics you'd like us to discuss, we'd love to hear that too. Uh, you can do that at podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. We will talk to you next week.